0: Good morning coaches and welcome to your UK National Wake Up Call. It is Monday the 26th of August and we have an absolutely fascinating call for you today, which Anna will be hosting in just a few short minutes, with our fantastic Canadian coach, Emily Robides, who is of course a 14 star diamond as well as five times elite. So I really think you're going to have a lot to learn from her today. Um, she's going to be talking about how she overcame her own self-limiting beliefs um, in order to grow her team and her business so that's gonna be fantastic just up in a few but first off let's go to a few announcements So first up, we do, of course, um, have a few days left of the rest of the week for the Morning Meltdown 100 um, promotion, which is £20 off the Morning Meltdown Challenge Packs and Completion Packs. Now, this program has been an absolutely huge success with customers and coaches alike. So you can still extend that amazing offer out um, to the end of the month. Um, Head out over to the press page, too, to check out some of the recent articles we've received on Morning Meltdown 100. And you can share those with your customers, too. So there's still the next week to take advantage of this purchase window, including, uh, this gets you into the super trainer launch group, uh, the second one, uh, which is still open. It's a great way to get your new enrolling coaches going with the workouts. Uh, the group kicks off this third of September. And remember, these two-week groups offer direct access to Jericho and it's designed to help coaches gain the knowledge and confidence they need to lead their own Morning Meltdown 100 challenge groups. They're so definitely worthwhile. And there is some fantastic training up on the Beachbody Championship, uh, Champions Facebook page and in the product toolkit to in Coach Office. So check those out. Um, and please do have a look at FAQ 8306 for all the tools that you'll need and your coaches will need to share this incredible program. We also have um, the final days for you to uh, use your promo codes in August. And if you haven't heard, we're giving you a chance to earn up to three more promo codes in September. So for every Active Coach promo code that you use in August, you'll receive another in September. So one code in August gets used, you'll get another one in September. Use all three and get three more, which is marvelous. Um, So if you didn't know about that, uh, you still have the rest of the week to get cracking. Now, um, there was also an email that went out just this Friday gone with a reminder about your promo codes if you're not sure what they are. Um, There's also a fantastic, couple of trainings on the Beachbody champions page. Uh, One from two-time elite coach Sammy Glonek um, and one was the national wake-up call of course featuring um, four-time elite coach Miguel Carrasco focusing on exactly how best to utilize those promotion codes. So please do take a look at that and for more info visit FAQ 4265. Um, Again, towards the end of the month, we have um, your last opportunity to earn the wonderful Jericho Bubblehead, which I know a lot of people are very excited about. Um, So this is your last chance. And now if you're not sure how you can earn it, um, here's what you need to know. If you have never achieved Success Club before, you need to earn Success Club five by the end of the month, um, and you'll earn your Jericho head. If you have achieved Success Club 5 before, you need to get Success Club 10, and you'll get your Jericho bubblehead too. So be sure to make sure that you're on track for that. Learn more at FAQ 1081. Last up, we have um, again the last chance to use your £10 off the Beach Body Performance Recover. So, there's just a few days left to make the most of this. Um, so, head over to teambeachbody.com um, to have a little bit more about uh, information about it if you haven't used it before. Um, so, Beach Body Recover can help combat exercise induced muscle soreness. So, I know we've all been there, we've all suffered from the, the second day DOMs. So this can definitely help you with that. Um, and it really helps you you know, improve your recovery so that you can get back into your workouts with strength and intensity. Now, that promotion ends um, on the 2nd of September, so you have a little bit of extra time there. Um, Make sure to share this with your customers um, and they can add it to their morning meltdown 100 purchase, perhaps when they're using your promo code too. So what a great deal for them. Check out FAQ 2419 for that information too. Right. We can also jump over to the recognition um, for the last month since the last call. We have um, the brand new fantastic diamond coaches, Emma McLaren and JP Layton. So congratulations to both of you uh, for earning this amazing rank. We also have the brand new Emerald coaches over the last month. So congratulations go to Cressida Martin, Jenna Rourke, Lee McClellan, Heather Whiten, Martin Ava, and Catherine Van Der Hever. Next up, we also have congratulations going out to Laura Greenwood, Rachel Coward, Valentina Mercher, Chris Marie, Lena Kalika, and Natalie Ralph. Next up, we also have um, these just in the July Elite Point Rankings for uh, 2019. This is the top 20 rolling so far. So, congratulations go out to Isabel Bradshaw, Diana Wright, Liz Dows, Sarah Campus. Kevin Wright, Harbir Singh, Cassandra Burton, Abby Lloyd, Megan Sunday, Olivia Stasi, Guy Bradshaw, Susanna Bell, Jane Dew, Jennifer Emery, Amanda Pickering, Lynn Crosby, Caroline Williams, Menina Abbott, Sarah Serco, and Laura Williams. So, let's jump over to our amazing um, interview with Emily Robida, so over to you Arno.
1: Hey, thanks, Laura. Great to be on here as always, and uh, always, always excited to host this Wake Up Call and to bring on special speakers uh, for, uh, for you all today. So as we start the week, there's really no better way to start it by really focusing on growing our team and um, expanding our circle of influence and bringing on other like-minded people. That's easier said than done. There is actually a way to do that, and it's my pleasure today to introduce to you our speaker uh, for the day, for the month. Uh, It's my good friend, Emily Robida. Emily, welcome to the UK National Wake Up Call. Thank you so much for having me. I feel really honored, thank you. Thrilled to have you here. So we're gonna go ahead, I'm gonna go ahead and just give you a quick, uh, brief introduction. Emily, I've known Emily for basically for as long as I've been here. I first met her in 2013. Um, that's how long she's been a coach. Um, she'll, I'll let her sort of share her background, uh, but today she's accomplished quite a few things. She's been a multiple-time Team Cup winner. She's a member of our Legacy Club. Um, she's a 14-star diamond. She's a founder her and her husband, Damien, the founder of Lioness Empire. Um, she also is the recipient of the 2017 Leadership Award. Um, you've done a lot of things in this business, Emily. But I don't think that's how we started in the beginning. So why don't you tell us how this all this whole thing started for you and Damien?
2: Yes, thank you for the intro. Um, it always feels surreal when you're introduced like that anyways because I've come a long way so let's just go back to the time when I started coaching I was at the end of maternity leave so here in Canada I had the opportunity to have one year off of work with my first son Leo and that was a wonderful time and after I had my baby I wanted to get back in shape and I saw this wonderful infomercial probably in the middle of the night with my baby of Turbo Fire. I don't know if you guys have tried that program, but still today is still one of my favorites. And when I saw it, I knew that this was a thing that was going to help me get back in shape after having the baby. So I got the program, committed to the 90-day workout calendar, which was something very new to me because I was the girl who Every January 1st, had the goal in mind to have a six pack and thought by doing 50 sit-ups a day, I would make it. And, and after three days, I was just discouraged. And I, I had no plan, right? I had, I, I didn't know where to go with all of that. And for the first time in my life, I really fell in love with fitness. I love Shalene Johnson's energy. I love the energy of the whole workout. I loved how we had awesome music and how I could dance around with it and I love that I could do it at home while my baby was sleeping or even in his rocking chair, um, bouncing chairs beside, beside me. So I committed to 90 days, which was like a first in my life. I never thought I would do something like that, but I enjoyed it. It was fun and I was getting results. So after completing the 90 days, I got in the best shape of my life. My husband and I got married down south, and we took great pictures on the beach. And when we got back, people were asking me how I got back in shape. They were saying, hey, you look great. Uh, what did you do to get back in shape? And I was referring everybody to Beachbody. I was sending them to TurboFire. I had no idea that there was a business around this i just loved it and like you know when you find something that really transforms your life you want to tell everybody about it so i was just naturally referring everybody about the program and i think most of all like the transformation and we hear that a lot like i mean sometimes we start off with the physical transformation in mind and that's okay we just need to get started but we realize that it takes a lot more than that and for me the whole mindset around fitness and all the those phrases that Shalene Johnson was telling me and was helping me become nicer to myself, it really transformed me inside out. And I wanted to share that with everyone. So one day, I'm in a mom's group on Facebook, and there's this girl talking about Turbo Fire. So I was very excited. I was like, oh my gosh, there's someone who knows that program. So we connected, and uh, later on, she she added me to one of her group on facebook and she said you know you're posting a lot you seem very you seem very enthusiastic would you have you ever thought about becoming a coach like i think you'd be great and that's when i found out i could be a coach so um it didn't take long for me to say yes but i took some time to think about it and then i decided to sign up and i was at the end of my maternity leave so at first it was just like you know i was like i was already doing it and i was like. I can get paid for that. And the truth is at the end of maternity leave, I was getting paid 55% of my salary. So that was a big cut. So I was like, if I can do a little extra income from home, doing something that I love and helping people, you know, discover this gift that I just found. I mean, this is a win-win situation. So I, I started slowly, but I really fell in love with it right away.
1: Well, you know, this is so cool to see because it's not unlike many that are watching or right now live or watching the recording that, you know, you start by being a proof that the products work. And even before that, you're a fan of the product. Um, Actually, a lot of times we talk about the concept of finding your niche market or your avatar. And I think like you define that. Um, I remember when we first met, we had this long conversation. You're originally from, you know, Quebec, which is the French-speaking province in Canada. And when we first met, you were, you know, you're sort of very excited and talking in both to your English audience, to your French audience, to everyone, right? And at some point, you had to make that decision. And I think that obviously that decision paid off. You know, often we talk to people about really honing in. And focusing all your messaging to one group of people. And sometimes people sort of have the scarcity mindset that, oh my gosh, if I do that, then I'm missing out on this whole chunk of, of people that I can talk to. And so, um, you know, I tell that story often when people ask me about finding your niche. You've ob- obviously found it. But maybe describe to us um, when your business took off, you know, just a little bit of the beginning of that. And then we'll jump into uh, the, the, the meat and potatoes of the top.
2: Yes, maybe just to give a back history. So, after my maternity leave, I had a month and a half in the business. Um, I got back to work, and this is when things really clicked when I brought my son to daycare. And I realized I was going to spend so much time away from him. Like, it really broke my heart at that time. And my husband was working away from town. So, I remember listening to the National Wake Up Call and hearing all those amazing moms building a business from home and I was like man that wouldn't that be amazing to be able to do that and to create my own schedule and not have like really not have someone to tell me what to do but to do things that I want to do because they they are helping me grow and not long after that um, we moved across the country for my my husband's work and I didn't want to find a job there I felt like this was my time but I i didn't want to find a job outside of the house but i still wanted to be uh, financially fit i still wanted to be able to provide for the family so it it felt like everything aligned and i was like this is it this is my chance to make this work and i got inspired by all the stories that that i heard and then we met you and i on on the west coast in british columbia for the first time and I remember telling you that I really wanted this to, to work and to create a solid foundation for our business. That this is was this was going to be my my only plan, you know. So I needed things to work. And I remember you telling me, you know, Emily, you're very good at connecting customers with our solutions which is a a big part of what we do as coaches but if you want to create stability, you also need to focus on building a team and that's something that I was not focusing on and I had to really learn about um, becoming the leader of a team and not just coaching customers in challenge groups If I wanted to create something solid that would duplicate, that would not solely rely on my own individual actions. And let me tell you, I had to really work on myself because I'm a very competitive person. I'm very, I like when things go fast. Uh, In sports, I did not like so much to have like team sports because sometimes I felt like other team members didn't want it as bad as me when I played soccer. Sometimes I get really, really, or football. I don't know if you go and call it football, American football, no, not american football. Anyways, when I played sports, I really preferred individual sports because I felt like I could do the thing. And I'm sharing this because I feel like it's an important piece where I really had to become a team player. I really had to be able to slow down in a way to take time to teach other people to do what I'm doing so that they can go do it on their own. And I had to switch my mindset and not having like a, an immediate gratification man, mindset, but more of a long-term stability mindset that a CEO should have. So instead of thinking, you know, it's easier for me to go sell that challenge back alone, Well, I'm going to go make time to teach a team and teach people and see how I can help them and by teaching them my strategies so they can go do it on their own and eventually create that duplication. So after we met, I realized, I I started to ask myself, why am I scared of inviting? Like, why am I not doing that for the coaching opportunity? Because I was very comfortable doing it with the fitness, but I had to really uh, become conscious and realize why I was being afraid and I I realized that I had limiting beliefs and maybe some of you who are listening right now you're thinking oh well I'm doing this already I'm already inviting I'm not scared of inviting to coaching business perfect but there's a huge uh, chance that some of the coaches on your team new coaches might be afraid of that so if you're feeling comfortable just know that it might not be the case for new coaches like it was for me I had to really transition from being the coach of customers in my challenge groups, to um, the the leader of a team. So today I wanna share with you some of the limiting beliefs that I had with offering the coaching opportunity and how I overcame it, and really actions that I implemented so I could grow my team and create duplication and stability in my business. So does that make sense? I'm gonna go ahead and start with the first fear that I had. And I think it's a very common one. My first fear was the fear of bothering people or annoying them. I felt like I was annoying them by asking them if they were interested in what I had to offer. So when I started to be conscious about that, I asked myself, why do I feel this way? Because I, I reminded myself that when my coach invited me to the business opportunity, he was very nice. It wasn't, it didn't feel like she was bothering me. She just said something very nice. Like, Hey, I think you'd be a great coach. Have you ever thought about it? So I realized that it was all about the way that we do it. And if our intention is could and we know that we're actually offering a gift our responsibility is not to make the decision for other people our responsibility is to share that gift so i have to remind myself that this is a gift and i I made a list of all the things that make me happy being a coach so everything that i love about coaching i wrote down a list about that and that's one thing that i would highly recommend you do because if you're scared of inviting Start by being grateful for what this opportunity is offering you already and before going to invite read those things because that's how I motivate myself to do it. I'm like, man, this is an amazing opportunity has transformed my life, transformed the life of my family, transformed the life of hundreds of people in our downline, in our team and in the whole network. I have a responsibility to share that with other people. So I made a list and I just started inviting. And one of the first things that I did that I was more more comfortable with was inviting my challengers, inviting the people that were already customers. So people that are falling in love with the process, that are using the products, and not just inviting the people that post constantly in a challenge group, I myself wasn't in a challenge group. I don't know how I would have been when I started, but I know that some of my best coaches were very quiet in the group. So we cannot just base it on how they're behaving in a group. Um, I feel like it's our responsibility to go and ask everybody who's actually enjoying it and is getting results and excitement about the products and the transformation that they're experiencing and just nicely give them a compliment. So if they do post in the group, if they are excited or sharing recipes, I'll go in private and I'll, I'll, I'll thank them. I'll say, Hey, I really appreciate you posting in the group daily. You're really bringing a good vibe and uh, you know, you'd be a really good coach. Have you ever thought about it? And I just open a conversation like that. It's not a big pitch with like, like giving all the details. I really just, you know, this, I'm planting the seed and it might take time and, and often does. Some people are ready right away, some are not, but we're already planting the seed that they could do this. And it's, it's, you know, it's accessible. And some people don't even know that they can become a coach. Like they don't even know. So it's very important to, to go and talk about it. The second fear that I had or the limiting belief that I had is I thought that people were not interested in building a business from home. And I want you, I don't know how many people are on this call right now, but there's a lot of people around us who want to build this business. Like I feel like we have to cultivate this um, mindset of abundance. I, I started telling myself that so many people needed this. Like our our mission is so important. We're helping people lead healthy, fulfilling lives, and there's so many people that need exactly what we have to offer right now in their life. And I started to look around and to focus on the ones that were willing to do it and say hey if if there's if I'm here being interested if I'm inspired by other coaches there are other Emily's out there who are also inspired uh, by who might be inspired by my story so I felt like it was my responsibility again to share my story and to be very open about it and transparent and I got a lot of inspiration from the national wake-up call like I said I was one of the first coaches in canada specifically quebec so i didn't have a french-speaking person to look up to but i decided to become that person and every single person listening to this call right now you can become that person for your circle your community you can become that leader that you aspire to be there's room for all of us in here and i remember started to believe that i deserve that too that why not me like I'm just like the other moms who are doing this from home, like between uh, when they're, they're, their kids are sleeping, taking naps, like this is something that I can do myself. And I started to really believe that uh, I deserved it. Another thing that I started to do is, well, I mentioned it before, is I stopped taking the decision for other people. I feel like sometimes we go through our list and we're like oh no they're not gonna be interested oh no not this person and it's not our job to make that decision it is it belongs to them and if we're friendly and we have a relationship with them and we come from the heart i think it's it's good to ask and there's nothing uh, bad about it um i also started to recognize the my success my own uh, individual success as as the leader of my team and as the coach of my challenge group, but also started to recognize people that were starting to create success in their own business with their team. But it's not just about, you know, people hitting success club, or maybe you're saying, well, I have no one selling anything right now in my team. Like no one is selling products or no one is inviting. Well, what are they doing? Like, start from where you are and celebrate where they are too. So maybe they posted for the first time on Facebook, their transformation, or maybe they shared a bit of their story. That's something that that can be celebrated. So it's not just about, for me, it's not just, not just about celebrating achievements. It's also recognizing actions and behaviors that they're taking. And I started to be very vocal about that and recognition is at the core of what we do as coaches. And so many people need that in their life. If you share that in the sto- in your stories on Instagram, on your social media, like I I didn't have that kind of recognition and I'm sure most people don't. And it's something that I know a lot of my coaches when they come in, they're like, wow, like th- there's so much recognition and positivity uh, in, the, in the whole network. And that's something that people crave and, and really want to be part of. Uh, I also started doing posts more about the coaching opportunities. So I know I teach that a lot on my team. Some of my coaches, they're getting success at getting, you know, people in challenge groups. And uh, at one point, because they've been very consistent with talking about our, our solutions and their own story using our products, people start to naturally come to them and ask them about the, the the fitness programs and the nutritional products, but the question and then they say, well, no one no one wants to talk about the business opportunity. But the question is, are you talking about it? Because if people are naturally asking you now about our solutions, but you're not talking about the business opportunity, of course they're not going to ask. They don't even know you have a team. They don't even know that that you're looking to uh, expand your team. So uh, again, starting to talk about. Everything that coaching is bringing me, like we have a lot um, of gifts that we get with hitting success clubs or all those uh, amazing events that we get to be a part of. I mean, like talking about that, people are going to be more interested. So I started doing that and I started to have calls to actions also for joining my team. And uh, these days I use a lot of my stories to do that um, on Instagram and Facebook. And I, I'm really vocal about it, about you know, growing my team, looking for uh, that next uh, person for to to help us help more people because we need more people to help more people. Alone, I can only do so so much. You know, at one point you need a team, and, and that's the beauty of what we do because together we can achieve a lot more. And I started doing um, info coaching group, or uh, sneak peek, coach sneak peek. In French we say. And full coach. <laughs> but I started to do those uh, sneak peek groups and they've evolved. You know, every month I do something. These days what we've been doing is the second month that we're doing. It's uh, myself and two other top leaders on our team. We're running a live webinar. Uh, this month it's going to happen. This Thursday, we do it at eight at night, and we open it to our team, so they can invite their prospects too, and people that are interested in the group. So we've been doing that, and it's working really well. And but other times, I will do a three-day sneak peek in a Facebook group, and the the topics are pretty much the same. Um, I'm going to talk about my story briefly. I'm going to share um, the. I'm going to talk about what. A coach does like what's the what's our job like what are our main activities how we can grow our business i talked a little bit about the comp plan um and then uh, we on those live webinars we've we thought it was interesting to also bring on someone who works uh, full-time and has a part-time job with beach body and to to share their own stories of how they're creating success with part-time hours, uh, growing their reach body business. And that's what we've been doing so every month for the last 5 years I would say there's something that I do and I still invite individually every day, but I feel like running those groups every month or having a webinar is like having that deadline that pushes us to do more invitation and also uh, creates momentum. So um We usually do it, I like to do it at the the third week of the month. The first two weeks I focus on filling up my challenge group. So this is how I focus on my calendar for the month and I'll emphasize on more on the fitness side of things on my social media and I'll invite specifically to my challenge group. And then the other two weeks is more team building, team duplication, team developing that I, I emphasize on. And then the third week is usually um, the sneak peek or the webinar. And then what we do is we open up a, a group uh, for training for new coaches the following month. So it creates a sense of urgency, too, because we're like, hey, guys, if you want to be part of that new coach training that starts next Monday, you need to join a team so you can be part of that uh, group of people that were uh, participating in the the webinar. So that's something that's been very successful. And again, I mean, the formula is pretty much the same, but I change it up. I do have individual videos sometimes that I send people and I talk to people individually too. It's not just like about the webinar and all that stuff, but I feel like having those moments makes it more intentional. And you know that you're gonna be inviting uh, to to, uh, the opportunity another fear that i had it was that i i feared that i wasn't going to be a good leader i i i i was scared of not being a good leader and the way that i overcame that limiting belief is that i have reminded myself about you know just like team sports i can invite you to come play soccer with me i can tell you the rules you know i'm going to i'm going to show you how we we score goals, I'm gonna show you what the goal is, but ultimately you decide if you wanna play or not, it's not my responsibility. So I stopped putting so much pressure on my shoulders because the truth is the way that I see our role as leader is to create the best environment for people to grow. But ultimately they have to take the tools and implement them and take action. I have coaches that are really successful in the business it's their success. It's I don't take responsibility for that. They did it. You know, uh, good thing is they think that I, I helped them and I guided them through, but ultimately it's because they took action. So I removed a lot of pressure and I realized that um, I could make this leadership thing very attractive and it could be very positive. And at the end of the day, I just had to show up, lead by example, take the time to teach my team and uh, I started doing some trainings for the team and like if you're a brand new coach on this call don't think that you have to reinvent the wheel it took me months before I started to implement my own training I used what well everything was in English back then so eventually I wanted to make it in French and that was very good for me to develop my skills as a leader because I feel like when you take the responsibility to teach you have to understand what you're teaching and you have to know what you're talking about so it it helps you even more as a leader because you have to be teaching other people and just starting a little by little you don't have to like recreate a whole training i mean there's so many tools and trainings available. You don't want to overwhelm new coaches anyways, but I feel like going live on your team page or creating a few videos here and there about, hey, this is how I invited this person or here's some screenshots of the conversation I had with this person and um, here's how I talk about objections and really started to share what you do. Because one of the biggest mistakes I made at the beginning, and I still catch myself doing it sometimes, is to assume that people know what I know and people do what I do. And they don't. (laughs) I mean, some some of them, but you can't assume that people know how you're thinking, know how you're planning your things, so really taking the time to teach step-by-step what you're doing is going to help you become a better leader and also help your team develop their own confidence as leaders. Um, And, uh, yeah, so I started also doing one-on-one calls. Um, I do training calls for the team, but then again, you don't have to do that right away, but I do feel if you're telling yourself, you know, I want this to be eventually... um, you know, value, uh, a solid income or uh, a big part of my life. I think at, at one point you need to focus on developing your leadership skills. And I feel like for me, teaching was one of the biggest, best way, best ways for me to develop my leadership skills. And uh, yeah, videos. I talked about that too and another thing i started to do is to make time to analyze what my coaches are doing so if they're struggling with inviting or they're not like they're talking to people but they're not closing closing the deal or you know whatever they're struggling with i will take time to look at their conversations i'm gonna ask them for screenshots we're gonna send each other voice memos we're gonna get on a call and just really trying to look at what they're doing and see how I can help them maybe just change a few words or uh, change their methods and see how that can be more beneficial and sometimes we don't realize our way of talking to people and I know myself if I go back to my first invitations that I did, my eyes would bleed. Like <laughs> you know, it was it was awful. It wasn't it wasn't pretty. It it, it it was too much information. But you know what? I'm here today, so we also have to be okay with not being excellent the very first time. Because the only way that we can become excellent is by doing it over and over again and having this growth mindset of understanding what's working what's not working how can i improve and we do that by taking action so i really take the time to see what how my coaches are inviting what they're saying what they might not be saying their whole invitation process sometimes they might be too expeditive. you know they they go to the solution too fast not taking time to understand what people really need what their goals are and where they're coming from and another thing that i will do too is to analyze their social media Look at their recent posts and see, okay, are they sharing their story? Are they really leading with who they are? Are they being authentic? Are they being being able to connect with their audience? So that's something that takes time. And yes, it takes time, but it pays off. You know, like if your coaches are coachables, which most are going to be really craving your guidance, they're going to be listening and implementing, and this can change their whole business and their life. And I feel like, and the last very fear that I had or limiting belief is that I thought that leading a team would take so much time. I felt like I didn't have time for that, that it was going to be complicated. And really, when you look at your schedule, still, even if you're a diamond coach, or even if you're 15-star diamond coach, most of your activities are still the very same that you've Created to build, which is what you're doing to uh, post on social media, your your workouts, your personal development, your drinking, your your psychology, being a proof the product works, um, inviting to the coaching business, inviting to your challenge groups, and uh, recognizing people. That that's still the big foundation. I just had to tweak things out a little bit and be like, okay, how much time do I have in a day? How much time maybe I want to you know give. 20 percent of my time to my team today but not 80 percent you know like it's maybe 10 to 20 percent of my time and now you know the more your team grows the more time you spend with your team but really at diamond or even two star you're still really focused like 70 to 80 percent of your activities on what you're already doing which i feel like it's a very important thing to mention too because if we want to keep growing, we need to keep doing those things. So it doesn't really take that much time for me. Growing my team is one of the things that I love the most. I love getting customers results, like helping them getting results with our solution. When I can get someone to go to coaching also and transform their life and also create that confidence. And I know that they can lead a team. Like for me, it gives me butterflies. Like I feel like it's like an amazing thing and I'm, I'm really proud to be able to guide them uh, in their journey. So that's what I had for you today, guys. Hope this was helpful.
1: Man, that was a lot of great things. And I can see people just sort of, as we're going through all this, really unpackaging those fears and saying, okay, is that, you know, do I have that fear of bothering people? How to share my story more, or maybe invite challengers. Do I have a fear that people might not be interested? Well, you know, look up some statistics on, you know on people looking for a plan b away from their work or looking you know for 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 a brand new job because they've lost their jobs i mean i mean there's so many things but the number one thing that i um put in bold and and underlined is action right you have to take action um but taking action is 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 scary for some for, for quite a number of people so emily if that's okay um for the few minutes that I, that we have with you I'm gonna ask you a few rapid fire questions, sort of a follow up on this, right? Um, So here is a question for you. I'm a brand new coach, and I feel like I don't have success yet. Um, How do I talk about coaching?
2: Okay, well, I would ask you, are you showing up every day? Because that's successful in, in a way, like just with the fitness. For me, if you don't feel like you're successful as a coach right now, get to the basic of what we do which is being a proof of the products that the products work and being consistent like people i feel like sometimes we tend to forget what like people outside of our world <laughs> how they 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 live their life because i know for myself sometimes i feel like i'm in that bubble like everybody works out everybody eats healthy everybody shows up every day no most people struggle so just Making that commitment to yourself to showing up and completing a program with the nutritional uh, with the nutritional plan, um, doing the three day refresh, sharing your results, and ultimately, even though you don't have a physical transformation, you're showing up, you're being consistent, and you're being disciplined, and those are all virtues that people strive for. Like they, I know, I wish that. Before I thought, I'm not disciplined. I never thought of myself being a disciplined person, but I became that. So I would start where you are, make sure that you're mastering the basics, which is showing up for your own health and fitness, talking about your personal development, what you're learning through that. And if I can touch a bit on, I know it's rapid fire. I'm not famous for my short answers, but personal development is such a big foundation of my life. And I don't call it just personal development. I call it personal and professional development that's pertinent and intentional. Like don't just do personal and professional development to check it off your list make it an intentional practice to help you get to where you want to go if you're asking yourself if today you're like i'm struggling with this this is the biggest challenge that i have right now you should be reading books that help you overcome that challenge um and not just read the new book that everybody talks about which is okay but i mean if you want to grow you have to do that deep work inside so Mastering those foundations and showing that you're growing and you're on a um, you're on a process of becoming you know a better version of yourself. This is what grabs people's attention. They want to be part of that.
1: Awesome. So um, next question is really twofold, but I'm only giving you a minute to answer it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. So the next question is. Um, You mentioned conversations and messaging people. So give us an example of what a message looks like to a challenger, someone that is in your group, you know, um, that is in the middle of, you know, MM100, for instance. And then two, someone that has followed you, maybe liked a few things, commented here and there, that hasn't done your challenge group. Give us the, the example of those two messages.
2: Well, if it's someone in my challenge group, and I would like, you mean for inviting them to coaching? Okay, so in my challenge group, it's pretty much like I said, I would, I would highlight if they, they're active in the group, I would highlight that. If not, I would say, hey, uh, knowing that I've been following up with them and knowing that they're doing the programs and they're enjoying it and they're getting results, I say, hey, um, you're getting results. I know like this is how I got started and I was very happy to be able to share with other people. Did you ever think about becoming a coach? Like it's very short. Did you ever think about becoming a coach? Oh, even like if I have my webinar, that's what I've been doing. I've been inviting people individually, to say, hey, I'm hosting this webinar. Would you be interested in knowing more about what a coach does? Because you could join the team if that's something that interests you. And that's really, really basic. And, and I'll go from there. If it's someone who's been following me and commenting, it's also pretty much the same. But uh, if I'm inviting them to the coaching and say, hey, I'm building it. I'm, I'm constant, constantly growing my team. I think it'd be a good fit. I like your vibe. Would you be interested in having more information? So I really keep it short. Truthful, like something that's meaningful, like not just making up. I don't do scripts so much you know scripts i use when i summarize the offer at the end you know when we've had conversations and scripts are a good way to show our team how to you know um guide a conversation but really just being human
1: <laughs> outstanding outstanding good stuff well listen we're we, we could talk to you and listen to you all day but we've got some work to do it's a yes. brand new week uh we have a few more days left in the month I really want you guys to unpackage this and take them into action. Just convert that into action. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like Emily talked about doesn't have to be perfect, but you've got to do something and that's how you're going to improve. And ultimately, um, you know, you taking that action is the seed that helps you grow your business long term, right? You know, customers and retail will take you so far, which is phenomenal. Building a team is what grows exponentially. And so take that first step. Um, face that fear. There's no way, you know, around that. You have to face that fear and go out there and take massive action. So thank you so very much for your time, Emily. And uh, thank you everyone for tuning in for our monthly UK National Wake Up Call.
2: Thank you so much
1: for having me. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone.